I'm gonna do so what, what what the hell what what the hell is a, a mm, a, mm. <laughs> what the hell is a mm? <laughs> Damn, you got a waffle. <laughs> a wa- that's what I said. A waffle. A waffle. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is Josh Dewey. I'm your host. This is another week of the Dewey I See It podcast. Listen, this is the first episode of the new year. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, new year. Um, got got something to tell you. Get your ass in here. Sit the fuck down. Don't touch shit. Okay? Don't ask for nothing. Don't come do nothing. Set the fuck down. Because <laughs> we, baby, this COVID season three, we ain't got time for it. So we need you to alleviate us of our problems. So let's get into the show, shall we? guys <laughs> um jeremy how you how you be this week um you know i'm better it's been a rough couple of months um with everything that's been going on with my former job and trying to move on from that and not um you know do harm to people i just <laughs> finished the third season of you so i have a lot of new ideas my god um wasn't a good Baby, <laughs> thing snatched me. You hear me? Okay, it was great. Team Joe, uh, I am Joe. Joe is me. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So you know, I'm 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 better. So we praise God for that. Amen. We honor the Lord for His goodness. Isn't the Lord kind? He is kind. Hallelujah. I know him for myself. Hey, <laughs> I did not know what they were feeling when they went down <laughs> the wall. Edible shot. Edible shot out. <laughs> Baby, that thing tickled me. Um, Leron, how you be this week? Um, I'm okay. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, guys. Um, honestly, I'm just a little scared because I, mm-hmm. I took a COVID. Why are you laughing? I'm like trying to be serious. I know because it was just how you said it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, so much, so much defeat in your voice. Yes, I mean, baby, ain't that count as low? <laughs> well, no, because I'm not feeling well. You know, I've been, I've been like facing or not facing but i've been fighting something since sunday and i'm just praying i took a covid i'm taking a covid test tomorrow i've been scheduled so i'm just praying that everything comes back negative um but yeah i just hope it's not one of these little because rona and these different variants like but ain't she doing too much <laughs> that's doing a lot flu rona is a new one that just came out what, is, what the fuck is a flu rona <laughs> covid sitting back for my next trick <laughs> right like we're just I will getting... turn myself into Okay, with Amorion and his dancing tricks, but now y'all flew Rona want to come in. What the fuck is going on here? So, y'all, yeah. y'all remember that meme with the black dude with the glasses he at the podium? <laughs> That's literally Corona. <laughs> That's literally Corona. Like, what can who can I invite to the barbecue next? Yes. Oh, you hoes think I'm done? Figure <laughs> <laughs> this shit I'm out. Crying. Got it. I'm going to show you a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you feel well enough to play a game, LeRon? Yes, actually, since we had so much fun with it last week, we want to bring it back. Oh, oh mm-hmm. Lord. 
Not this dirty so, mind. Yes, because we had so much fun with it last week. I feel like we should do it again. Jesus. Oh, Lord. So Let's do it again. Four, <laughs> I have four um, words. So we're going to start off with this one. I can get stiff. Rubbing me can help keep your head erect. People usually shave their hair around me. Baby, oh no, out because <laughs> <laughs> what? I can get stiff. I can get stiff. Rubbing me can help keep your head erect. People usually shave their hair around me. Okay, but why would your head need to be erect if it's not your penis? <laughs> I don't understand. Why would? Why do I need an erect head? <laughs> And what the hell am I rubbing on? I don't like it. Jerry, are you giving up? Are you going you gonna think of yeah, something? Yeah, I don't know. And so watch it be some stupid. A neck. neck. hmm Neck. Your neck can get stiff, you know, rubbing, you know. Rubbing it can keep your head erect. All right. So next one. Okay. Good. I make your hair <laughs> sticky. I come out white and creamy. I can make your head stiff and hard. Okay, Shampoo. wait. <laughs> you on the right track, Jeremy. Not quite. I want to know who the fuck made this game. I want to speak to you for a second. Because <laughs> what was your mind? What was you doing? Listen, this is some good shit. I love it. <laughs> okay. White sticky. Your love's like honey. Oh, my is God. Is it con- conditioner? No, it's not conditioner. It is a hair product. A perm. I will say that. A perm. Uh, um... <laughs> A perm. Perm a does perm. not make your hair. <laughs> okay. okay. You leave that perm. You leave perm in there too long, baby. Your hair is gonna be stuck, stiff, just <laughs> straight as a board. It's gonna be out. <laughs> That's just gonna be. Um. All right. So moose. All right. So next one. I get uh, fingered a lot. Okay. People stick things inside of me. I sometimes mm. get laid on my spine. Well, that clearly has to be a body part. Either you going to a doctor for (laughs) an anal exam or somebody's playing, running through your pussycat. Okay. I'll read it one more time. I get fingered a lot. People stick things inside of me. I sometimes get laid on my spine. Hair. A teddy bear. A teddy bear. (laughs) Okay, Jim, are you okay? That's a, who fingers a fucking teddy bear? What, what do you be doing? Build a bear. Maybe a build a bear. Oh, you a build a bear. I, I see where you're going, yeah. but no, no. I, um, I don't see it. The answer is a book. Okay. Is this the last one? Because I'm, I'm getting to know it. <laughs> oh, yes. like you finger the pages. Yes, you people stick thing a bookmark. It gets laid. You on don't your spine. Oh, yeah. right. You yeah. don't finger. You don't. Oh, you yeah. finger through pages. Come on, Josh. All right. So oh, yeah. let's one. You thumb through pages. But anyway. Okay. Jeremy, what is this? What is this? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's his white girl porn voice. Why, yeah. do white girls, oh, yeah. why do white girls drop the A on yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give me that BBC. I want okay. that BBC. Yeah. All right. All right. Give me that jizz. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to block both of y'all. I'm about to block. That's <laughs> one. That's one. That's one. That's one. I'm pink and moist. My juice makes you pucker. I'm Ooh. split down the middle. Baby, that is a puss. <laughs> <laughs> Grapefruit? Yes! Yes! 
Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead, Jeremy. Yes. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Bring <laughs> me the a good one. <laughs> Jeremy, hey. but I, I I think that you probably that was probably one that you didn't use for last week. That's why you probably got it so quickly. <laughs> Is it? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. So, so you just smart. You was kind. You was smart. You was important. All right. Cool. I, I, got, I was like, it's definitely a fruit. I just had to think about what fruit was pink. Yes. Yeah, so my dumb job. ass almost said watermelon, but you know, <laughs> so we're not playing how... dirty minds no more with Josh because his mind Mm-mm. is just so upset. I don't true. like the game. Hey. I do not like the game because why, because why you name it, you are? <laughs> why why you name it why you name a, a game dirty mind and you don't want my mind to be dirty? I don't understand. Right. It's a game of anyway, entendres. Let's go. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't support it. I won't stand. I don't for like it. him. I'm just I saying, what up, fool? What up, fool? What up, fool? Are you gonna do the what? Yo, what, what, what? <laughs> I just watched that the other day. And I was cracking up on that part. <laughs> she said, "I don't like him." Girl said, "What? What? 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 <laughs> what up, fool? What up, fool? What, what up, fool? What up, fool? How you living? What up, fool? I'm just playing bow wow, fool. What up, fool? What up? Okay, so this week I'm bringing to center stage one of my friends, um, one of my good friends. Um, you know him as I am Will Johnson. Um, hey. Yes, mm. I, he has made the world laugh with his ignorant ass. Yes. Or is, as he like to say, E-S-S. Um, I want to celebrate him, one, because he's made everybody laugh. Um, you may also know him from the viral videos uh the sub of him you know preaching substitute he's the preaching substitute teacher <laughs> if one plus one is two you know um but you also may know him from the 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 trap choir videos that he put, yes. puts out um <laughs> but outside of that he is so amazingly talented um and spiritual um i i love the fact that i have friends um, and I'm the kind of person that honors the gifts it, that my friends have um, without holding them hostage into one capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I love that. But I received a call from him the other night. It was like 2 a.m. You know, and I'm expecting, you know, great. What up, fool? Because I'm just up. And this man begins to prophesy. I mean, his, his when I when I when I answered the phone, his eyes were different. And I knew something was different, but I didn't know what, what which way it was going. When I said, "When I said, Lord, talk to that man," mm-hmm. I mean stuff that I had not even had time to tell people because I I was saying it on my way back from Houston driving. Um, yeah. So I want to honor the gift of um, Kevin Johnson. I am Will Johnson. Follow him. Support him. Uh, God's about to do some amazing things for him. So we love you and we celebrate you. Black excellence, huh? Yes. Kevin. Kevin Diller. That's his name. Kevin, that's his name. No, but for real, like, it's awesome to really see him come. I haven't, we've been social media friends for a while, but like, I, like, when I was living in Charlotte, I had the chance to meet him. Like, he's a dope person for real. He's a dumb ass and per, in person as as he is on the internet. He's that fucking silly. <laughs> a dumb ass. Okay, so I'm going to tell this story and he won't mind. Um, we officially met uh, in person because of drama. Um, I was going through the situation in 2017, at the end of 2017, beginning of 2018. Um, and it was actually my birthday. And I found out some horrible information. 
um, he called me to tell me happy birthday. And I, my voice was very much like Laurent's when he was introducing himself tonight. <laughs> um, yeah. And he was like, he calls me Yoshi. He was like, Yoshi, what's wrong? I told him what happened. Do you know this man hopped in his car, drove eight hours, and was at my front door the next day? I did not even ask him to show up. He's, it, it was literally one of those things. Okay, well, I'll see you in a minute. And he hung up the phone and he calls me eight hours later and I'm like, okay, I'm in Dallas. Send me your address. A dope ass person. Wow. I will never forget that. I will never for as long as I live forget that because he responded in love. Mm-hmm. And, and, and stayed with me and made sure I was good. You know, so I, I I I love him, and I will always defend his character. I will always, you know, fight for him because he's solid. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, speaking of solid, uh oh. You know, shit can also be solid. Uh oh. And um, I was watching um, Being the Ricardos, the story about Lucy and Desi. And I was inspired. Hiya. I was inspired to um, tell this group of people to call me the fuck back. Um, this episode, I want old white men <laughs> to call me back. You extended backed, turkey necked, salmonella infused penis, hot dog water. Whoa. Wow. Smelling baggy-eyed bandits who create oh. problems in the world because you look in the mirror every day and you see this incompetent, ignorant, insecure, and ins- insensitive piece of shit. Jesus. Um, Jesus. And the only way for you to feel halfway decent about yourself is to make another group of people, um, even uh, the women who share the same, the same skin tone as you, you don't, you get your rocks off by making everyone else feel less than. Um, one in particular, I'm going to say names, uh, Greg Abbott, we call him Hot Wheels. Oh. I wish, I just really wish that you would roll the fuck out of life. I just, I, I oh, just, shit. you know, I just, it's, what you do there is, ugh. You know, I I kind of wish that there was a hell um, for you to go to. Um, the the I, I'm talking the hell that they preached about fire brimstone, mm-hmm. not not just the grave. I'm talking that place um, because you're just evil. You're evil. So um, what happened was, you know, COVID is showing her his ass, all of them. You know, they like that that the hood couple that's. Every time you see them, they show up with a new kid. Like they just won't <laughs> stop having fucking kids. That's that's literally COVID personified. It is like, why the fuck do you keep having children? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he, you know, he was the main one, especially in Texas. Um, you know, you know, suing the Biden administration, not because he ain't, not because they ain't kept their word and deleted these student loans, but because he was, you know mandating vaccines and you know putting mass requirements and things like that he sues the biden biden administration but is now asking the biden biden administration to help the cases in texas please 
white men, I don't understand you. So, I, you know, I don't even want you to call me back. Don't even waste your time or mine. Don't waste my minutes, although they are unlimited. I don't want them to be wasted on you. <laughs> um, you can choke. I'm a, I want, I've been wanting to roll him into the lake for a long time now. I mean, roll him into like Helen did Charles in, in, in that movie. <laughs> and then, when she rolled him in that bathtub. And he got COVID. And I was like, ooh, Lord, get him. Get him. <laughs> get him. But then he had some kind of special shot or some shit. So I was like, oh, fuck it. Mm. You know, well, is it sound like a quite is the re- pleasant he, man. He's not. Is the re-election this year? It is. And we're going. I'm. I'm going to personally. I don't care if I got to stand outside the damn door, huh. and, and do you know do all this uh, voting pollution they 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 do every year. Oh no, you 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 rigging the election, baby. This ain't scandal, okay? <laughs> okay, David Rosen. Maybe it right, needs no, to be. Ain't no Cyrus. Ain't no Cyrus. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no Cyrus or Fitz here. Yeah. I'm cracking the fuck up. So a lot has happened. Um, since the last time we spoke, um, whew, the church is in mourning. Mourning, glory to God. <laughs> the church is in mourning. <laughs> mourning. Now, Josh, mourning. don't get me excited. <laughs> good God Almighty, good God Almighty. Okay. <laughs> A true-born soldier, a Holy okay. Ghost soldier has gone home. We lost Betty White, y'all. We lost mother. We lost her two weeks before her birthday. She had just did an interview in celebration of her 100th birthday. And, you know, 99 and a half won't do. Won't do. <laughs> Sis said, all right, I'm going to head out. Period. Because she, she knows something. She knows something that we don't. So she was like, I'm not going to be able to do it. Why LeRon jumped like that? I'm sorry. my I have such an amazing... He scared me. He just popped up. I'm sorry. I know this is like so... But he brought me some Theraflu. Thanks. Oh. Aww. Isn't that powerful? I just looked up and he was there. So it scared the shit out of me. Thanks, baby. Oh. Um, sorry. <laughs> we have friend of the show, LeRon's Bay. <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, but we lost mother. And I think... You know, in retrospect, looking back at what Betty White did and the risks and the things that she made as it related to black people, mm-hmm. she was not, you know, she was not afraid to lose what she had. She had her own show and, you know, she caught flack for, you know, having a, a black guest um, who was not, you know, a a load of bar character for you by my Bible folks out there. Um, so I, I, I honor the life of Betty uh, White. Not right, but Betty White. Can I say something, though? Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, no, I mean, it's... Lord knows, I've been watching Golden Girls. First of all, I watch Golden <laughs> Girls every night before I go to sleep. Like, I know what you're it's kind of like a sta- It's a, kind of a staple, but... And I love me some Betty. I do. But... Y'all church queens, y'all really have to drag it with these flyers. I don't, it's it's you know it, it it was funny back in like in two thousand six, you know what I'm saying two thousand ten maybe it was funny we can kiki about it, but it's it's giving very much so late now. <laughs> it's very late. You photoshopping Betty White in a, a missionary habit. 
it's I I I can't take it. I'm sorry. It's just not funny to me. If it's funny to you, then God bless you. But it's just not funny to me. I can't. I can't. I just can't get with it no more. Like I just can't. It's late. What That's just my personal opinion. What she said, Madea's family reunion. She sat up and said, "Is this what we paid for? <laughs> <laughs> this land." On this land, yeah. Oh, you know the other, the other thing. Yeah, we lost, we lost Sicily at the beginning. Alpha and Omega. We lost Sicily at the beginning of the year, and we lost Betty White at the end of the year. They were like the oldest, you know, people I knew. Um, But anyway, what I didn't, what you know, it it was hard for me to believe that she actually passed because everybody's killed every year. And it's always, well, let me check on Betty White. Baby, y'all done killed that woman so many times. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you know, I'm glad she I'm glad she finally did for real. Oh my that, God. <laughs> what wow, came out? Come out came with the way. <laughs> and you talk about me with Joe Biden. Now look at you. Josh, that came, that came out horrible, y'all. That I'm came sorry. out so horrible. I'm glad she finally did. Jesus. Uh, no. <laughs> y'all know my heart. What I'm really saying is, I'm glad that this time she don't have to suffer the repercussions of, you know, dying and, and still living. Mm, she probably saw them tweets and uh, Facebook posts and just laughed at them. But you yeah. know we, we know we have to check on now? Marla Gibbs. <gasps> We gotta make sure that you know, cause I Jeremy, you she, thought she was dead, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> we we gotta make sure. That I I think she, she's like the new mother. She's been elevated for all you church yes. groups like to joke around. She's been elevated. She's the new mother in Zion. But she's been sainted. Is Mother River still with us? Girl, I mean, boy, no. <laughs> mother Rivers died. Mother Rivers, yes, Mother Rivers passed. I believe so. What? Let me let, let me not kill her. <laughs> You know I'm part time Kojic, so <laughs> I would have heard something by now. Let me go. Let me go check McCoo's page, baby. Y'all, uh, not McCoo's. Oh, mother McCoo. I like that old Kelly. Anyway, y'all love to kill people on this show. My God, I'm sorry. Speaking of, um, there's a question I need to ask Marvin Gaye. What, what's real quickly? <laughs> what's going on? Like, are are you okay? So I want to talk about this. Let me pull it up. Um, Jay Stash. I, I guess that's his. Jay Trash. Oh, right. the, the little rapper. The little rapper. The little rapper. Yeah. So he shot his girlfriend. Um, And then killed himself. But I believe. Hold on. I believe he shot. Where is it? He shot himself and the kids and then shot him. And then, yeah, shot the, shot the girlfriend. Let me find a child. I thought it was just the girlfriend. I didn't know it was the Maybe children. Maybe it was. Mm. Lord no, Jesus. No, no, no. He shot himself. No, you, and oh, he shot himself. No. In fr- he shot her. Then he shoot her and then shot in, himself in front of the kids. I think that's what I think that's what it was. There's a lot of he say. Yeah. Allegedly shot mm-hmm. and killed a woman in front of her th- three children. Before shooting himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And apparently this is like a reoccurrence. Like this happened. He's had previous issues with other girlfriends. So. Really? Yeah. See, baby, yeah. that's why you got to check people's so record. You, you got to ask for references. 
Because what the... And I say that it, it, it sounds like a joke, but it's real, it's real serious. Um, patterns don't lie. You know, if, if someone has a pattern of the relationships that they're, they're in of, of, of abuse, why, why, why would you get in that? Mm, yeah, why? That's uh, a very good question. Ain't no dick that good. Ain't no pussy that good. It, no. It's not. Ain't Absolutely. no throat that good, and I've had, I've had. <laughs> okay, you're dragging it. I'm just saying. Yeah, nothing is ever doing? that good for you to to stay in that type of environment, no, especially like especially when it's like you risking literally risking your life to be with this person. You, the dick is deadly. Seriously, is that what you're telling? And 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 that's not no dick you need, baby. You okay. don't need no daily dick. Keep that away you need, from me. <laughs> you need di- you need dick that's gonna bring you life. So if you need dick that's gonna bring you life, Josh, Josh, Josh. Okay. Josh. okay. <laughs> that was not a shameless plug. Okay. At all. Put the wine down. <laughs> Put the pen down. Oh my god. Well, you know, it's just been a it's just been a rock it's just been a, a rock and a weird land for a very long periodically time around here. So it was just my god. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, anyway. I don't know like that I believe that either, but we're going to just let you be great. <laughs> wow, you be healed tonight. What? Okay. Um so moving on. Um so uh, speaking of this situation, there was another situation in which um you see this, I, I saw it on uh, social media. You see this house on fire and the lady's recording and she's yelling, call the surgeon. This is premeditated murder. So the story is that um, a couple split up and the man, you know, in retaliation set her family's house on fire in the middle of the night. Hmm. Oh, I, for real, y'all, don't love nobody like that. Don't don't love me that much that you can't that your that your life ends with me. No, that's not healthy. No. And again, now you've now there's all this trauma created by you because you couldn't get out of your feelings. And I understand feelings. The are, they were inside of the house. Oh my god! His intent was to was to kill them, burn them alive. Mm. And that's just pure evil. If your love is going to have you out here being evil, baby, that's you got to you got to go back to altar, down on your knees, stay there, mm-hmm. yeah, stay there, because you, you get, get the Holy Ghost the power, the Holy Ghost power, because <laughs> the power you working in right now, <laughs> I'm this pouring, it. this pouring is wearing me out. Because <laughs> isn't that poor obnoxious? Glop, 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 glop. It's just so loud. <laughs> I have I have a question for Marvin Gaye as well. Uh oh. Okay. Um, Marvin Gaye, what the fuck is going on with niggas that think it's okay to take 75 loads in 20 hours? <gasps> I'm sorry, huh? Can we talk about that, please? You haven't seen that on Twitter, Josh? No. Stand by. I got it. <laughs> so, um, there I don't want to see it. No, no, no. Uh, that, that, no, no, so, no. You're going to. I'm cracking up. So there is this young man uh, that is based out in L.A. Um, I'm not going to shout out his Twitter name because I, I'm not going to do that. Um, but he literally um, got a hotel room, and well, I couldn't even know it's a motel room. Mm-hmm. One of the one of them uh, bitches that you know you gotta walk out like you open a door and you outside. 
<laughs> one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> I mean, right at your call. Your okay, car is looking at you. Looking at you. Okay, yeah. And if you're on the second floor, bitch, that's the balcony. Okay. <laughs> so he rents it a room and put it out on Twitter land that he wants to take 75 loads in 20 hours. Here's the address. Niggas come through and fill me up and then had the audacity i was like going through his suites and had the audacity to like say that him taking him uh taking these loads is us on a spiritual level spiritual. for him mm-hmm. <laughs> Your face. well there are spirits there are multiple <laughs> spirits you have spirits and then you have the spirit yeah. but i'm not going to preach on tonight yeah, no, because what the fuck is going on with this? With this, like, like I don't understand. How and, is that even possible? How, well, it it was possible because he definitely documented it <laughs> and posted the videos on yeah. and, and like, bo- like there was this one nigga that like nutted in him six times. He's like, shout out to you for giving me six nuts. Oh what no, that's, that's gross. That sounds gross. Absolutely disgusting. I am disgusted. <laughs> but you know what, really really disturbs me is that um i have a follower who was like going like defending him Ew. saying like i'll have i'll have to find the tweet after i send josh's link because he gonna see this shit i'm gonna um, block you <laughs> that's fine i got your email <laughs> you're gonna see it one way or another i'll pull up to that house dm you um, period um but he was saying like Basically, we pick and choose who we want to, you know, slut or sex shame or whatever he said. But I'm like, and like a lot of people were responding and saying like, but there's a difference in you being liberated when it comes to sex. Do what you do. But to have 75 dicks or however many dicks were in you back to back, you're asking for death. Literally, you're asking for death. Seriously. Like, okay, I'm just going to go out and limb and say it. What 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 happens to your anus at that point? Because <laughs> you know, I ate you know, back back in the gap, like two or three years ago, Chicken Express had these uh bone in hot wings. They are so good, but baby, when I say they, they tear me down the next day, oh I mean gosh. down. Oh so, my gosh. <laughs> I, I'm not understanding how 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 that's physically possible. He has to be on some kind of drug that he's not feeling anything. Well, I know. Well, he was poppered up, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, poppered down. Popper down, and then like had the audacity to like put out like step by steps. Like, if you want to do this, this is how it's done. Don't overdo the poppers. Make sure that the people coming through was prepped up, and you're on prep. Da 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 da. da. Well, how you gonna know that these niggas on prep when like you just put it out there that anyone. Any Tom Dick or Harry, Tom's Harry Dick can come and just nut in you. Like, what the fuck? But what's wait, going on with you, girl? He's he just posted four hours ago that he's having another come yeah. dump, come dump session Sunday, not on the Lord's Day. He said, "I am He said, "I am aiming for eighty to a hundred loads." Ooh, I did, okay, pew. I'm done talking about him. Pew. I'm done. Pew. Over it. Um, well, since we're talking about stupidity and ignorance, um, I want to I want to bring Erica Dixon to the table. Uh, her dumbass. Oh, yes, I forgot. Her dumbass took to Twitter and said, uh, 
uh, uh, I seen, you know, am I tripping or is it a red flag that a straight man said another man was good looking or handsome or something? I'm so tired of this shit. It, it, it's, it's it's stupid, and I was just like, "Well, well, don't you tell your girlfriend, bitch, you bad? Do you want to? Yes. Do you want to eat her pussy? You you want to you want to bump pussies? I, it's 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 sickening that this is being perpetuated primarily by immature black women, and it's not all black women, but it, but it's a, a vast majority of ignorant black women that perpetuates this notion that affection, compliments, um, just being a fucking decent human being is attributed to wanting something sexual from someone. Affection should not be made um, into anything sexual on any level. Mm-hmm. And why can't why can't a man who is straight say to another straight man, "Hey, you look good." Why does everybody tense up about that? Men are black men are the lead are leading the number of suicides because at the end of the day, bitch, I want somebody to tell me I look good. You know when I really found out I looked good and I thought I was confident all my life. When I really became uh, a, 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 a bad nigga, nigga was when my was when my father said it to me while we were talking from. He was like, "Josh, you really are a handsome, dude. You you you're a handsome dude." See. And that, that's oh. like, I, I don't and I don't don't understand how females can say oh bitch you look good or even go to the club and like smack their ass while they twerking or rub all on their ass while they twerking but then me telling another man you know you look handsome in that suit like you you look good you look real pulled together like you look good you draw the line yeah and I'm somebody gotta say somebody gotta say pause no homo bitch you I gotta hate, say all yo, that. that shit pisses me off too because if you guys say pause on no homo you telling me that you really like dick or like bussy either right. one because that it was secure, on your mind that it was on your mind because if you're secure enough in your sexuality and who you are as a person there's no need for you to ever say pause on a home because i know that's not what you mean by whatever you're saying to me i can't i'm so over that shit like grow everybody needs to grow the fuck up grow the fuck up <sighs> anything else happen i don't know child i've been i've been um in my bed fighting Fluorona or Amor- fight, fight uh, or ha- having a dance battle with Amorion. Uh, so <laughs> I've I been know. fighting for my life. <laughs> you you going so, up that mountain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going up this mountain. <laughs> to save, save my, my marriage. So guys, we are in a brand new year. We have crossed over. Speaking, oh, I know my, Marvin Gaye, what the fuck is going on? I got me a new car. Did oh oh congratulations! I, I was reminded of God's faithfulness right then. Before I, I, whoo, I felt the spirit say, "Oh, don't move on just yet. Testify." Yes. Listen. So, um, I said, I said on a, on an episode this season, how you know I, I brought up my car, the car that I was driving. I talked about how you know I get embarrassed, you know, because I'm going to this. I'm going to places in in this beat up car that barely wants to start. It shakes every time I go over 60 miles per hour. Um, it, it was literally a death trap. It was a 2006 Nissan Sentra. Uh, it was just a bad deal um, from uh, me purchasing a cash car. And make a long story short, um, 
I went to the dealership um, under the guy under the guidance of my sister who has repaired my credit. Ha ha yeah. Uh, so shout out to Detail Credit Solutions. Um, so I get there and they tell me um, you can't get that car. That's you. You won't get approved. You won't get they. they the banks won't finance it, um, especially in your situation. Y'all, I left the dealership with the car they told me I couldn't get. How about that? <laughs> not only did I not only did I get that car, but they lowered my payment. Huh? Um, and they gave me money toward the vehicle. Huh? Said, huh? So I, I I named my car Favor. So um, I literally drove into the new year in favor. Ha! Make the Ooh. devil out. Ain't he a lying wonder? Make the devil out of a liar that he is. He's a lying wonder. Yeah. Um. So you know what I said last week, um, about the continual congratulations. It's it's manifesting even now, um, and literally every day since then, I've 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 been hearing congratulations. I've been seeing things to congratulate. Which means good things are happening. So Amen. we can't just ask Marvin Gaye what the fuck is going on in a bad way, but what the fuck is going on that's good? Because we're gonna think on these things. So yeah, uh, that happened. So with this brand new year, um, you know, a lot of every year the church has a slogan. I ain't seen a slogan from a church this year. <laughs> Child, you know, to figure out how to stay open. Yeah. Well, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they left it alone. <laughs> They trying to figure out how to stay open, baby. At this point, <laughs> they ain't had time to make a slogan. <laughs> They've been in church meetings. Okay, y'all. How much can you tithing. give? How much can you give towards this mortgage? Um, <laughs> the offering ain't offering. It's not offering. <laughs> um, I don't have much to bring. Uh, <laughs> so with this new year. It's it's bringing a lot of challenges and people are scared. It's like I'm scared to hope for a better day because of the history. Oh, I felt Jesus right there. Because of what history has shown me, I'm scared to dare to have hope. Um, So fear, fear can be very crippling to a person. It, it has the it has the ability if you let it to immobilize you mm-hmm. and and to suck the will to live out of you. Um, so I, I want to get everybody's perspective of what your definition of fear is. Mm-hmm. I, I Literally, <laughs> as, as soon as I'm about to speak. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Thomas the Train. Uh, I'll crack it up. It makes me think, <laughs> every time I hear that, it makes me think of Juanita Bynum. But um, <laughs> the train is coming. <laughs> One moment, please. I mean, while Choo Choo we'll goes by. I mean, I feel well, like um, the train is going to make their appearance every episode at this point. Every episode, every hour at this point. Um. I think fear for me is going into something and not knowing what's going to happen. Especially when it comes to entertainment. And when I made the transition, when I left my job in 2017, 
and I was almost there for almost four years, but I left and became a full-time performer. It was like, well, this is it, you know, kind of like no turning back, um, but definitely fearful because it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, for me, it's yeah stepping into something and not knowing what the results will be. It's the uncertainty. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same thing. Like any, for me, it's anything that can cause me to be extremely anxious mm, yeah. and give me that uh, unsettling feeling. Absolutely. That's, that, that's what fear is for me. That's good. My definition of fear is belief in the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. That instead of, you, it's, you, you mentioned it, Jeremy, with being a performer, there are some auditions that I get that my agent sends me and I'm just like, no. Like mm-hmm. I'll I'll read I'll read what they're asking for and I'm just like no I'm not this ain't it I right. I I operate from a place of fear because I believe the worst about me I believe that I'm not talented I believe that I'm not good enough I believe that I I, I believe that I'm not the choice so from that I say no to an opportunity that I, I could have potentially booked mm-hmm. you know. So for me, fear is a fear is definitely a lie. It's believing the lie. It's when we believe the lie rather than the truth. That's what fear is for me. Um, so we all have a definition of fear. What's your if you if you had to admit what your biggest fear was? What would what would that be? Snakes. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so weak. For me, it's my parents passing away before I reach the level of success that I deem successful. Mm. And I know for like, I know my parents are proud of me. I know that. Um, but for me, for Jeremy, I'm not successful like I want to be. I'm grateful mm. for everything. I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. get that twisted, but there are still so many things that I want to accomplish. So that's speaking of that, it's kind of random, but I have to say it. Please pray for my mom. Um, she had a mammogram um, and they found a mass, mm. but it's benign. So she's going to end a biopsy next week. Yeah. But things like that, Mm -hmm. you know, my dad having prostate cancer last year, those, you know, my my dad is 70, looks 40. Mom Mm -hmm. is 69, looks 30. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't smoke and drink, you know, so, and they're not problematic. And they're (laughs) black. So there's that. But so you start thinking about all those things and it's like time is constantly ticking. And it's kind of like, especially when in this season that I'm in, I talked about this last week of like the complacent point in my life, I would, I don't want that to happen. Like it would be hard for me to, to, it's going to be hard regardless when the day comes. But if I, if they haven't seen me reach the level of success that I deem successful, that's my biggest fear. Mm. Mm. That's good. Um, For me, I think it would be, um, my, my biggest fear is not breaking this cycle of self-destruction that I have been in. Mm. Um, and that 
looks like procrastination. <laughs> that looks like <laughs> self-doubt. Um, all, all, all of those things. And just like you said, Jeremy, like not, not like not feel like I want to make my parents proud before they leave this earth. And I feel like that that has been on me because there has been a lot of opportunities and stuff that, like projects that I've wanted to do and things that I wanted to like, just things that I want to go after that I have not gone after just because, you know, I don't think, I don't think I'm worthy enough, but, but, but for me, it's causing me to self-destruct because it's like, I'm not, I'm just stagnant. I'm not moving <laughs> anywhere. I'm not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah. I'm just kind of yeah. in the same cycle, cycle. So I think that's like, I, I, I feel like I, I need to break that cycle. And I, I, and it's like, I know that I can because I have all the tools, you know what I'm saying? I have great mentorship in my life. I have great pastors in my life. I have great, you know, I do have great parents when we do talk, you know, they do give me some good nuggets. <laughs> I have amazing friends, you know, well, I'm just saying like, let's just be you do. Real. like when we do talk and we have, when we have like, you know, good conversations, good conversations, they do give me like good nuggets and stuff. I have good friends that support me. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? I have like a good circle of people around me, but I just don't know why. It was I'm a hard age in that conversation. conversation. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Okay, Fantasia. I guess it's my turn tonight. I guess it's my turn tonight. It's been on Josh for the past couple of weeks, but I guess it hopped on to me. <laughs> Won't that spirit transfer? My God. Like, stay okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's my fear. I I I just just know that I will never like just never become who I'm meant to be because of my own insecurities and my you know, those things. I can yeah. second that for sure. My biggest fear is total dependency. Hmm. Me having to 100% rely on somebody else. Hmm. That's my biggest fear. Hmm. That um, makes sense. <laughs> it's it's why I, I teach myself how to do everything so that even if you walk away, I have the tools to get it done. I don't want to do it, but I'll know how to do it. Right. Um, back in college, when I I uh, tore my meniscus fighting Jesus, um, I had a friend who I was really mean to, and all he was trying to do was help me. Like, I couldn't walk for like six months. And, you know, I had to be driven around campus in a cart. And they drove the hell out that cart. I was like, damn, bitch. Okay. <laughs> I'm already broke. Like, don't break me some more. Um, but, like, he would do things like take me to the store. And because I'm so stubborn, um, I used to brag about that. And that's not cute at all. But because I'm so stubborn, um, I'll be like, on my crutch, it's like no. I'm go- I'm getting in a in a, a, a power cart, and I'm going to, um, I'm going to go to the store, and I'm going everything I need. I'm gonna get. If I need your help, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting myself in positions to damage myself even further instead of knowing that I need somebody to help me. Mm-hmm. I will I will literally let things get as bad as they can get before I before I ask for help. 
Absolutely. It is something that my mother had, she does not like about it, me. And, you know, it's always, well, why did you let it get this bad? Mm. And my answer is because if I called you first, you would have told me to figure something else out. Mm. You know, so so it's, you know, I, I even think about things like being getting, getting, being paralyzed and someone having to bathe me. That scares the life out of me. Hmm. That, yeah. That's so interesting. Could it be, and I, this is just a question. Um, could it be I'm, that you, that is one of your fears because you have had so many experiences with people being in the like not dependable in your life that like that's why it's such a big big fear Absolutely. that you can't welcome the thought or like be open to the thought of someone actually being dependable. Absolutely. And because you it, give so much of yourself too. Yeah. And I do that because I don't trust people. Mhm. The reason I have a woman therapist is because I absolutely don't trust men. Mm. I absolutely don't trust men. I don't trust men in the way that I trust women because the things that I've said in conversation with my therapist, who's a woman, I would have never said in conversation talking to a man Mm -hmm. because I've always been judged by men. I always assume that they're going to think the worst of me and that before I come to a man with a story, I have to pretty it up. Mm. With women, I've always been able to be honest and and completely Mm -hmm. vulnerable because I offer a different perspective that they might have never considered. Mm -hmm. And it's then it becomes, oh, Josh, instead of, oh, Josh. Right, right. You know? Mm -hmm. So um, I, I really think my fear not even think, I know my fear is rooted in my lack of trust. Mm-hmm. It is It is why when I have something going on, like a project, I'm always very close behind whoever I've trusted to do something. And I'm mm-hmm. preparing in my mind to do it. And, you know, I get fussed at a lot, like, Josh, you don't have to do everything. You you don't have to show up to everything. And I'm just like, I hear you. But <laughs> However, I don't, I don't trust people to do it. And I would, I would hate to, if, I would hate for it to be an afterthought that, oh, well, Josh, you weren't here. So that's why it went to shit. Mm. I definitely don't trust people with my name. Oh, I'm going now. That's history. I do not trust people with my name. Elaborate. Um, there have been things said about me from the closest people to me. Um, that have hurt me to my core, but they would never say it to my face. Mm. So, um. I go out and you know we. I make this a joke, but I'm dead. I'm, I'm always dead serious. Um, I go out and you know people are starting to recognize me now, and they're like, "Josh." Mm. And my first thought, my first thought is, "Stop it." <laughs> my first thought is, "Okay, how you know me?" Right. 
because I need to know if I, I if I'm about to welcome you or if I need to get my dukes out. Right. Um. But that's that's only the case. I've 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 seen people lie on my name and tell people that I that I was doing what they were really doing. Hmm. And the people closest to me believe it. So that's why I said I don't trust people with my name. So I try to be where my name is. Um, and I try to control where my name goes. Which is why I'm for as for as um open as people think I am, I'm very private. I think the way I see a podcast has got the most transparency out of me. <laughs> this podcast and my therapist. Because because I am I'm a very private person. Mm-hmm. I was I was sitting in my house in the dark. My lights had been cut off and nobody knew. Oh, I would have told somebody now. I know what's in the dark. I, I I didn't I went to a friend's house. I said, hey, I just need to spend I just need to spend the night. Um I just got something going on and I just need to spend the night. Slept on his couch. Came home uh, the next morning. The sun, the sun was up, so I had light when I was taking a shower, and went on to work. I'm that kind of because what I hate, I absolutely abhor this, and my mother does this, is that the moment she's angry or in disapproval, she'll bring up what I did for you. Mm-hmm. I I cut your light I cut your lights lights on when they got cut off. What does that have to do with this? Mm-hmm. I never want anybody to have anything that they can hang over my head, like which is why lives. I'm very right. Which is why I'm very particular about what I share with people. Mm-hmm. It's not that I'm lying because I don't lie. If you would if you would ask me, I would absolutely tell you the truth. But for me to bring it to you. Because I don't want you to ever have anything that you can hold over my head. Mm. That's good. That's good. I <laughs> that like when I say when I say that that's a fear of mine. That thing cripples me. It's it's really why I stay in situations. I stayed in relationships. Um, that last one that almost put me in jail, I stayed in it because my fear was I don't have anybody else. I'll accept this kind of behavior if it means you stay. I used to be so harsh. I used to be so harsh to those situations, but I get it now. (laughs) Mickey Howard's experience is a teacher, a good teacher. Um, yeah, it, it's it's knowing somebody has something mm-hmm. over my head, or or the fear of what if this doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So even in my career, I would I, I try to control what I go after because it you know at least I'm booking something, <laughs> you know, because. Um, me booking something and you know doing a commercial, I don't care if it's just a 15 second spot for Instagram, it still means that I'm being hired. Mm-hmm. 
you know um yeah it cripples me and it makes me it, it used to make me ruin myself to complete projects and to mm. produce 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 so what does I overcoming think, that fear look like mm-hmm. i don't that's know a great, that's a great question over i, I my my trust with people has to be healed. I have to find a, a way to resolve and and rebuild a bridge I burned. I have to find a way to rebuild it because mm-hmm. if I if I never trust. I heard I think it was Matthew Stevenson say this one time when 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 he was preaching. He said I don't trust people really means I don't trust God enough to be able to heal me of what they might potentially do to me. Mm. And what I recently what what I recently found out and I think I want to talk about this next week. I recently found out I hated God in in one area. I love God, but I hated him in one area. I didn't honor God in this area of my life. And it was death. Mm. I loved, I love, ooh, I'm about to cry. I loved the God that brought life. I hated the God that took people from people. More specifically, my brother. And this is one of the things that Kevin prophesied to me uh, at 2 a.m. the other morning. He said, God says you hate me because I took your brother. I never said that to anybody. I've never said that. I didn't even know that my anger had turned into hate. Mm. I just knew that every every accomplishment, I I got angry with God, which is part of the reason I couldn't celebrate all, a lot of the time because I was angry. I was angry that the one person who was rooting for me, you took me, you took him from me before he could see any of this. You took him from me. So I hated the God that took. Mm-hmm. Um. Kevin prophesied to me, he said, Josh, you have to you have to let go of the hatred that you have for God in that area because God took him for a reason. He said, I he said, God took him. And the truth that I the the resolve I had to come to was that God was faithful to my brother. That my brother had a conversation with him and said, God, I this is what I need you to do for me. And God honored his prayer. My prayer was selfish. My prayer was, I need my brother here because that's the only way I I feel safe. You know? Um, So, yeah, I had to really, I had to really, uh, the other morning, sit with myself and repent and say, God, forgive me for the hatred that, I had towards you in this area. And I literally had to say, 
you know, in regard to my brother's death, this is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in my eyes. It's mm-hmm. mm. a hard thing to say. It was very hard to say. But every day I say it and it gets easier and easier to do. Like today I shouted because of it. I said, you know, you were faithful to my brother. And you loved him enough to honor his, you know, honor his prayer. Um, so I'm I'm rebuilding my trust with God. So I think once I think that's that's how I overcome that fear. I have to I have to rebuild trust. That's good. I want to read something um, along those lines that helped me. So for those of you who know, Tony Evans lost his wife to cancer. Was that last year, Josh? It was two years ago. Two years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, one of her sons did the eulogy. Ooh. So I have to read it. Um, he says, I was wrestling with God because I said, If we have victory in your name, didn't you hear us when we were praying? Didn't you see the cancer? Didn't you hear us? Why didn't you do what you were, what we were asking of you? Because your word says, if we abide in you and your word abides in us, we can ask whatever we will and it will be given to us. Your word tells us that if we ask according to your will, that you hear us. Your word is telling us in Mark 11, that if you pray, believing you will receive to be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and supplication, Make your request known. Where are you? I was wrestling with God the last few days because this was a great opportunity that we can tangibly see your glory. Mm. Everybody was praying, not only in Dallas, but around the country and around the world. People were watching. Where are you? This was an opportunity to see your glory. And as I was wrestling with God, he answered and he said, (laughs) number one, You don't understand the nature of my victory because just because I didn't answer your prayer your way doesn't mean that I haven't already answered your prayer anyway because victory was already given to your mom. You don't understand because of the victory that I have given you. There were all, there was always only two answers to your prayer, to your prayers. Either she was going to be healed or she was going to be healed. (laughs) Either she was going to live or she was going to live. Mm -hmm. Either she was going to be with family or she was going to be with family. Either she was going to be well taken care of or she was going to be well taken care of. Victory belongs to me because of what I've already done for you. The two answers to your prayer are yes and yes, because victory belongs to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Then he said to me, you need to understand that I am God and I am sovereign. And my game plan is bigger than any one player on the field. Yeah. So you need to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on you, but lean on me because I have the ability to make this crooked situation straight. I am the sovereign God. That's why they say that I am that I am. Um, and I, I don't want to keep going, but that thing touched me in a way because I, I, I can feel that, you know, you love God for what he does, but then you hate him when he takes somebody yeah. away. Mm-hmm. It's it's I call it I call it celebrating the hand of God but disrespecting His sovereignty. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary did it. Mary did it um, when Lazarus died in the Bible. She she was in her bag because I baby I I busted open this alabaster box for you. <laughs> why why you didn't come here when when I asked you to come here? She was she, Mary was in her bag. Um, 
but we learn there that you can't honor the hand of God and then disrespect his sovereignty. Um, everything that he does is with purpose. Um, I absolutely love that that quote. It, it sent me in when I watched the funeral. But what what I shout about is that God hears the prayers. It's interesting that you can have 500,000 people praying, Lord, save them. Lord, you know, heal a healer. But, but she's praying, Lord, I'm ready to come. Take mm-hmm. me. And he responds. He still answers prayer. He responds to hers. And the 500,000 get sad and say, well, God didn't answer our prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. Interesting. It's mm-hmm. Interesting that even when we pray we're selfish and that we only we only um acclimate success to God if he did what I wanted him to do the way I wanted him to do it it's very interesting i think another thing too um going back to something you said Josh um when it comes to like relationships and the fear of we often settle for whatever because we fear, you know, we don't want to be alone. Mm. And so I know for me personally, I'll tolerate, I would say in like all of my serious relationships, you know, be it my wrongdoings or their wrongdoings, I've tolerated until I couldn't tolerate anymore because the fear of, I didn't want to be by myself or I didn't want it to be a failure or another failed relationship. But I had to really start switching that thing around. It's like, that's, that's, that's the hard part of dating. Mm -hmm. You're going to fall on your face. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Plenty (laughs) times. Until you get it right, you know, but it's not a failure. It's a learning lesson. And, you know, I know for me personally, like, I think I've said it before, like I was always pointing the blame at everybody else and what they was doing, but it's like, nigga, but you wasn't holding your end of the deal either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the accountability kicks in as well when it comes to our fears of failure. It's like, but hold yourself accountable, switch the language, and it becomes this is what I this is what I've learned from that. And you take it into the next situation and then so on and so forth. So yeah, that fear will cause you to get experience hurt that you shouldn't really experience to be honest baby it had you out here looking crazy looking boo boo the fool boo boo the fool so so do you think people fear success i think people do yeah me too i know there was a point in there was a point in um <clears throat> time where i feared success just because I felt like I wasn't able to properly manage it. I wasn't mature enough to like really properly manage success for me. So that's what made it fearful for me because it was just like, well, dang, like I see what success comes with financially and then, you know, even with uh just people having their own opinions about me. I like to pop off in my mouth. So <laughs> like the field where I want to be successful is of course in media. So mm-hmm. like me being out there and like people are having to say, or people are having their own opinions and forming their own opinions about me and saying what they want to say 
that scary because it's like, well, nigga, you like to pop your shit too. So <laughs> are you going to be able to be mature about the situation? Or are you going to be ratchet? Right. And then even and then even with that, the finance that come with it, like, you know, like, Lorraine, you know, you, ha- you don't really pay your bills on time all the time. So, like, are you going to be able to really manage your money the proper way? Like, if you get all this money, are you going to be wise with it and actually do what you're supposed to do? Are you going to go shopping first? So mm. <laughs> I think like it was right. So I think the the fear of success for me came from me not being sure that I'll be able to like be mature to handle what all came with it and then fumble it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think. And it's been for me, it's I've seen it on both spectrums where I've gotten a blessing and I have handled it correctly. And then I've gotten a blessing and I haven't handled it correctly. Yeah. Um, case in point, when I booked Color Purple the tour. Um, so when you do a show for the folks that are listening and, you know, performing is not your realm. Social media can make or break you. You really have to operate in a totally different way. And you think like, oh, I'm in the ensemble. Ain't nobody paying attention to me. But they are. Shit. People go, <laughs> people go and find your page before you even get to their city. Mm. They go and look you up. They go and follow you on Instagram or whatever. I literally had a girl followed me. And we're still friends to this day. Um, we weren't even in Dallas yet. And she followed me. And she was like, I'm coming to see the show. I'm literally on life like I'm ready to take my life, but I, I think this show was for me. Wow. You know what I'm Jesus. saying? So like you really have to, it changes your perspective. And so like, I, I'm the same, like I have a heavy opinion about shit. And when people are being stupid on the internet, especially Twitter, mm-hmm. I'm the first one to say something, you know, and even with teaching, you know, prior to resigning, I had to really like, okay, this has to go on close friends and this, you know, can go on. Correct. You have to really, really be careful because um, there are people out there who are hired to look up your shit right. so they can bust your ass. Right. So, but I've been in situations before where it's, I've said something, I think actually while we were on tour, I posted something. Um, I don't remember what it was. It might've been about a hotel we stayed in and Somehow, some way, a producer saw my shit. Don't doesn't follow me, but somebody along the way sent that to mm. him, and it was a lesson learned. Mm. Um, so I definitely think Narc. I know for me, it, it right. It's definitely a fear, but it's more so like a oh shit moment. Like you really have to navigate, and you start thinking like, damn, what what was I saying? Like if I was said, if I was to ever get famous, what are people gonna dig up about me? You know what I mean? Like that's that's what people do. Oh, I w- I would love to see that war with me because you know I just do, I just do not like people feeling like they have the satisfaction over me. Mm-hmm. Like I've said, I've always said this. I said, if you know when I when I become a celebrity, they're gonna hate me because paparazzi is not gonna never get no money from me because I will leak my own stuff before you ever leak it. <laughs> Period. I I, I will I will I will literally go live and be like, hey, I'm about to, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exclusive. I be, I make it a whole production. Up. You know. Um, so my other question is: Do you think do, do you think it's fear of success, or do you think people have a fear of people becoming successful? 
How do you mean? So, so <laughs> your parents, you have this wild dream. You go to your parents and they always shut it down. Do you, do you, I, I, I see it as them being scared of this actually working. Hmm. Okay. I see what you mean now. So I it's, it's, I think it's both. Yeah. Yeah. I can say that too. I think it's both. Cause I look, I look at how, you know, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to go back to the Shikari Richardson situation. Hmm. I look at how quick everybody rooted for her, her uh, failure. Quickly. And it's, and it's like, like she, 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 she made history and ran, you know, did that. And then you get on Twitter seeing us go dig up her tweets, mm-hmm. trying to incriminate her of something, trying to get her canceled when she just, she just, she just got up there. Mm-hmm. And what I really believe is I really believe people are okay with you visiting success as long as you don't stay there. Absolutely. Because for you to visit means, okay, you're going to come back to where I am. For you to stay means you've left me. You've left me and I don't trust the gifts that I have to get me there. Although it's enough, it's enough for everybody to eat. I don't trust that what I have is, is special like you. So I would rather tear you down to make sure that your success is momentarily. Mm-hmm. So I want to humble you. <laughs> you have to be careful of those type of friends, baby. You that really those people do. aren't friends. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's start there. Let's um, start there. They're not. They're not your friends. I remember 2017. I went in for. A cruise ship audition. I was just like, let it, Josh, you know, it's one of the things like, eh, let me just go. Let me just see, you know, you know, black folks, let me just see what it do. Let me just see what happened, you know. And there were maybe like 65 people there of the 65 people. And I was like number maybe like 30 or 40 something. People was going in and out like two minutes. When I tell you I was in there for 10 minutes and I came out and then people was looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? I was the only person called back. Mm. I was the only person that did a dance call. And then I booked it. And so I shared it at the time with my two best friends. And they were just like, well, what are we going to do without you? I mean, I'm happy for you, but but what are we going to do without (laughs) you? I was like, you're going to continue to live. Like, I didn't move here to make friends. I mean, I'm grateful you know, that I've met you and that I've, you know, experienced our relationship. But that let me know at that moment that you're only my friend for what I can do for you mm-hmm. in the capacity that you have me in. Mm-hmm. But once I step out of that capacity, it's a problem. Right. Yeah, I feel so, like people that are, that are not, I'm sorry, I didn't even control. No, 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 you're sorry. good. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, because like, because that, I, I feel like people that like really 
are intimidated of your success. They mm-hmm. are not supposed to be like, like for me, a true friend is not going to be intimidated of the success, even the potential. Like for, for instance, like I share with my best friend all the time, like stuff that I want to do and shit that I got that I have planned out for the year. And he pushes me. He gets excited with me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like people who are intimidated about your dreams, your visions, your goals, just the, the, the success that you're going to achieve. Mm, they're not, they're not your friend. Wolves and sheep's clothes. <laughs> and I, I feel like that's, that's maybe for some, I, maybe for some people like that, that can cause like a fear of success too, because they're scared of what others want to think what they think that their close fr- friends or family are going to think about mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. But I, don't, I don't, I don't feel like that should stop you from, from achieving or, or pressing to be as, success, as successful as you can be, or as you, that you should be in this life. It should be a wake up call to them to be like, Oh, maybe I should get my shit together. Uh, hello. <laughs> I know specifically with said friend, I was like, girl, you moved. I don't think she listens, but whatever you moved from Alaska to LA and when I tell you this girl, I would put her up, up against anybody when it comes to singing. But you're confined in these four walls of the church. Mm. And that's 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 a whole nother topic. For I wonder what Alaska Jesus is like. Okay. <laughs> Cold. Cold and dark. Cold. Why are you? Shut up, fool. <laughs> but it, you know. It was like, and I would constantly push and push, like, <laughs> you have to get out of here mm-hmm. because if, I don't know who said it to me, they were like, if you died right now, your replacement would be in tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so if you're a praise and worship leader, somebody else going to step in. If you 10 or 1, another 10 somebody or 1 is going to step in. Yes. So you can't live thinking, and I, I had to, it took me probably the almost the, the duration of when I lived in LA. So from when I got active, so probably like 2010, so maybe like seven, eight years, it really took me to finally start saying no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was also a fear as I'm thinking back over it, like, because I was starting, my career was starting to take off, but it was like, oh, but I need to do that. Oh, I got to sing on the, I got to sing on the team on Sunday, but I got a matinee show at two o'clock. What's more important? My matinee show, not barking yeah. and squalling at 8 a.m. and 11. You know what I'm saying? So when I finally got out of that headspace, it was, oh, Jeremy, you acting different. You're absolutely right because I'm finally walking in my calling and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That's so manipulative. I can't stand it. Is. The, it I is. I can't stand when the church does that. That's so manipulative. Baby, that's a whole nother, we can have a whole other episode on that shit. Um, <laughs> um Going back to something LeBron said about not even having those kind of people in your life, this is how you'll know. And this is something, this is a quote Kimberell says. She says, people don't mind celebrating you as long as you as long as they're not intimidated by you. Hmm. As long as they as long as you can't do it better than them, they'll mm-hmm. clap, they'll clap for you all day long. Mm-hmm. But the moment you do something or go beyond what they're accustomed to for themselves, mm-hmm. that's when you got to watch some of the sly comments, you know, because every joke got a little truth in it. Mm-hmm. That's what make it funny. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Ha ha hell. <laughs> um, so that's when you'll start seeing, you know, and I just personally have this boundary now. I had a friend that every time I would, you know, say good news, he would say, 
Oh yeah, I did a commercial like that one time. I don't need it's that. Not about you. I don't need that. <laughs> I need you to say congratulations. This is dope, Josh. Let me have my moment. I don't need. I don't need you to compare fruit. I don't. This we not planting apples to apples. Right. I hate that. I hate people do that. Like irritates. It irks me when people do that. Like it. Like it is not about you in this moment. It is not about you. I like, like, oh, oh, you did this. I got to do that. Oh, you did this, but I did this. Like, anything you can do, I can do do better. That's what it gives. (laughs) And those aren't, those aren't your friends. Those, those are, those, those people aren't your friends. They're not your friends. They're, what about your friends? They ain't it. They ain't it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so okay, so you asked me how how do I overcome that fear? I want to pose the same question: How do we really overcome fear? Um, faith for me. I mean, it, I mean, it sounds very churchy to say, but I'm a church nigga. I grew up in church. I can't help it. Faith. You really have to face your fear, and um, for me. Um, I have to know that God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of love, power. And this is the part that really gets me a sound mind. I got a sound mind. mind. Okay. I got a sound mind, but it's true. It's true because that, that anxiety, that little bitch anxiety, she will, (laughs) she will take you through if you let her. But for me, that's, that, that's one thing that I'm, I'm learning to combat my fears to this day is really like just trust like having just faithing my fear yeah um knowing just if something pop up i know god's record i know what he has done Ooh, and his record is me. good oh, but <laughs> his record is good um and and i have a sound mind and he's given me the power to speak those things that are not Ooh, that thing gonna hijack me for real hold on <laughs> I know his record. I know his record. Hi, yeah. And, it's, it, it's, and I, I say this all the time in praise and worship. Like, I have to break it down. Like, listen, I'm not singing this because it's something that I read or heard. I know this. I know his record. I've seen him do things. So Hi. I have to, like, literally speak to my fear and say, okay, girl, bye. Because mm-hmm. I've seen what he can do. Hey. I've seen what he can do. Jesus the Christ. All right, I'm trying not. I'm not gonna. Ooh, I, baby, that thing creeped up on me. That thing hopped on my back. Stirred up. It's a breakout. Ooh. I was about to say, excuse me, give me thirty seconds. <laughs> right. Um, no, that's good. That's good. Um, there's a quote I've heard Will Smith say. It's not Will Smith's quote though. But he said, everything that you need is on the other side of fear. Success is on the success lives on the other side oh, of fear. Yeah. Um, and he does, he does have this quote um, where he says, fear is not real. Um, he says, fear is not real. The only place that fear can exist is in our thoughts of the future. It mm. is a product of our imagination causing us to fear things that do not at the present uh, ever exist. Do not misunderstand me. Danger is very real, but fear is a choice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you that's good. choose to be fearful. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let him care, counsel your marriage, but he can't be saying <laughs> some words. He does. He'd be having a word. Um, 
danger is very real, but fear is a choice. That's good. And I wanted to have this conversation, this, you know, the beginning of the year, because I don't want us to start another year, whatever we do, whatever we do this year, crippled by fear. Mm-hmm. One of the listeners and anybody who would come across this episode to realize fear is really a choice and you can choose to believe fear is not only a choice, but it is a lie. Um, everything that fear screams at you dare to believe the opposite. If you believe Bible says, Hey, ho, all things are possible to those that believe. So I, this year I'm really going to try my level best to believe the best thing out of every situation, you know, um, because history can discourage you, especially your past, your past disappointments. And it makes you say, it, it makes you build this, this playground or this, uh, you know, pillow fort around you that says, nope, I'm only going to go this far in it because if I fall right here, I, I'll be all right. It's like, it's like knowing how deep to go in the water. I can play right here. If I go past that mark, I don't have no footing. So I'm gonna stay over here. And I can make this this part up here make I can make that look like whatever I need it to look like. But going out there where I really have to trust you. Mm-mm. I I think also um for me personally, sometimes it takes <laughs> either multiple conversations or multiple signs <laughs> for me to, to finally, you know, get that push. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I'm, I'm navigating through. And it's so interesting that this is the topic this week because um, a lot of people have been asking me, you know, like, you know, what are you up to? What are you doing? You know, are you going to go back to performing? I was like, no, girl, because every other week a show is getting shut down for like six to nine weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's not a risk that I can take. And so I've really been wrestling, you know, with the Lord about, OK, okay what's going on? Like, what's up? Um, So I have always wanted to get into law enforcement. I don't know why. Yeah. It's something even as a as a kid, you know, when you, when you write when you write those things down, like what you want to be, a police officer was on there, a lawyer was on there, and I think basketball player or whatever. Um, and over time, I've attempted, but I've allowed people to discourage me. And I think even one of the last times I was actually going through the process. I posted about it on Facebook and so many people, even one of my teachers in my comments was like, what are you doing? That's not what you're supposed to be doing. You belong on the stage. And I allowed that to discourage me from doing, from really giving it my all. Um, but here we are. An opportunity has presented, has presented itself. And I'm like, I'm not going to hold back this time. Absolutely. You know, and I, I can already hear people, why would you want to do that with so many things that are going on? But I was like, I don't know what it is that God has for me in that capacity, but I know he has something for me. Mm-hmm. And I know he's going to get the glory out of that. Um, 
And my prayer has always been, God, whatever platform you put me on, allow me to be a light. Yeah. Right. Allow me to be a light. And um, even talking to a, uh, one of my tennis friends, he's a retired Fort Worth officer. And he said, and I wasn't even thinking about it. He was like, you can mentor. He was like, you can work right. with ministers and, you know, how to bridge that gap between crime and the church. I was just like, oh, my God, I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like there have been this little nuggets that God has been dropping mm-hmm. in my spirit, but it's something that's really on my heart and it's like heavy. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, fuck what everybody else is saying. Like, Period. that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? And it's like, so that's something else too. It's like, it's taken multiple conversations, but also just multiple signs and like little nuggets and little hints to be like, if that's what you want, then go after it. Absolutely. Fuck what everybody else has to say. And if full those throttle. people are going to say full throttle, really give it your all. So yeah, this is great. Yeah. Go ahead, Jeremy. Period. <laughs> um, so yeah, listen. Don't believe the lie of fear. Um I love that. Don't don't believe the lie of fear. Um, live your best life this year. Um and do it fearlessly. It's 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 one thing to be afraid. Um and to do it afraid, but fear will cripple you. Um, it you will. know, don't don't let it don't let it stop your movement and your momentum. All right, uh, Jeremy, who we dragging this week? All right, so you bitch ass niggas who oh. I'm just playing. <laughs> Jesus, no, but for real. So I'm gonna speak to my. Oh. Um, <laughs> we went right there. Okay. <laughs> the people who are like, you know, 21 to like 29. So for whatever reason, you've really been coming for 30 and up. I don't know why. I mean, I know I, you look like yeah. what you're going through. You know, you look like what you're going through. <gasps> oh. But busted and disgusted, bruised and abused. My God. But that's that's not my prerogative. That's yours. So you better pray and hope that you get to live to see above 30 because from the looks of it, you might not make it. My so Lord. I just want to speak to to that that age that age range. Y'all have so much to say about what 30 and up is doing. We over here minding our business and thriving. Listen, it's wonderful over here. It's like 20s with money. Listen, because <laughs> it's it's some things that you're not going to learn until you hit 30. As Medea okay. said, that light bulb, that light bulb will come on. And it, it, it really does. Really does. <laughs> it really does. So that's 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 who I'm that's who I'm I'm dragging this week. Just now I have a question. Uh oh. Is Josh included in this drag? Because he's not quite yet in the 30 club. I mean, I don't ever see him slandering 30 okay. and up. But if he did, <laughs> but if he did, be it publicly, <laughs> be it publicly or privately, it's for him too. Period. <laughs> Laurent, does my hardiness offend you? <laughs> <laughs> now, see how I got in that? <laughs> now, why am I in it? <laughs> I was just wondering because, you know, the man of God is not. He hasn't crossed over, you know. He hasn't he crossed over buck. quite yet. He, he, he but I'm on, on my way. <laughs> he's on his way. He's on his way to better days. <laughs> you know, they say you had a they say he, 30s. They say you had a bit six in your 30s, baby. I want to know. Baby, I when I see that. You. I mean, it's, I'm not having it, but it's true. No, because it's true because it's like you know, you Uh-oh. know, 
what it's going to take to get where you got to go. But you see how he's livened ex- up? You hear me? <laughs> it went from defeated to victory. victory. <laughs> because that's vi- listen. There was victory in the praise. No, but it, it is definitely different in your 30s because you'll you be on some different type of time. <laughs> well, I sure like to find that. You gonna um, get that. Yes. Yeah, Looking can. to get there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's end the show. Uh, anything y'all got on your spirit? I got something. Um, um, this just hit my spirit. Hand sanitizer is still real. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it is. This is your. Uh, this is a public service announcement. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I don't see it as much. And uh, when I go to the grocery stores, it's not. You know, they used to have a big old all the thing machined in the front of the grocery store. You can just put your hand and get you some hand sanitizers. I don't see those no more. I don't see people pulling out their little purse or man bags. Hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer is still a thing. <laughs> but they're no, not seriously. wiping the carts no more. They're not, not, they not wiping the carts no more. Even on church lives, you know, I used to, used to like wipe the mics off and wipe the podium <laughs> mm-hmm. off. Niggas ain't doing that shit no more. Sanitizing is still a thing. <laughs> but no, That's seriously. Very complacent. <laughs> very complacent. No, but seriously, I, I do want to take this this time, you know, being as always spoke, spoke on for you, I do want to just encourage one person, one listener, uh, just to keep going. The Bible says, for I know the plans that I have for you. Oh. <laughs> plans <laughs> to give you hope and a future. He knows the expected end that he has for you. So don't let fear immobilize you. Okay. Don't let anxiety get in your head. And, and you know, the, your mind is the enemy's playground. <laughs> so don't <laughs> you get on my nerves, Josh. I hate it. You do his play. Your mind is the enemy's playground for real, for real. So so don't let him get in there and, and play his little mind games with you. God knows the plans. He has an expected end for you. He has an hope. expected end for you, an expected end for you. So just keep on going. He's going to give you hope. Ooh, you know it's real when when they say it three times. He ha- <laughs> <laughs> can't even finish it. Um, along the lines of sanitizing, um, some of y'all have gotten real relaxed with that. If you're sick, stay your ass at home. Amen. Please. Please. Because I, I don't think he's listening, but there is a fellow follower. Oh, I thought you were talking about God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I know an individual who tested positive for COVID on Christmas, either Christmas Eve or Christmas, had a gathering the following day. And then just this past week was at another gathering all hugged up on people. Oh, no, I fight him. That's irresponsible. That's actually like, I don't know, attempted murder. That's murder. In a sense. You Do know. I follow this person too? We can talk about it offline. Oh, all right. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I, that's really irresponsible. Um, like real irresponsible. So wash your fucking hands. Stay away. If, I mean, listen, I got a little sniffle. My ass has been in the house all day. You know, until I get my, because my church, thank God, we test for COVID weekly. Um, so I'm just waiting for my results to come in. I don't think I have it, but still, like, just being aware, yeah. being aware, just be aware. And even myself, I've gotten a little, I think we talked about it, I've gotten a little relaxed. You know, like, if I go into the gas station, I may not wear my mask, but grocery stores, I still wear it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's, I think we let that little slip up, like, oh, the numbers are down. Oh, we got the vaccine. Oh, the booster's here. 
everything's back to normal and it's no. not now now we got another cousin at the barbecue so <laughs> just wash your hands guys and if you test positive be responsible and stay home and quarantine please more than five days more than five days the 14 whatever the dcd cdc all that shit whatever they say that's what that's what master p and uh La romeo said in their commercial about the college okay okay dc you know what uh <laughs> rest in peace joe biden wow uh <laughs> um what i what i have in my spirit is <laughs> jesus um there's this thing about loyalty going around um where you loyalty, know pe- loyalty, people loyalty. people pressure you to stay in relationships that no longer serve you for the sake of loyalty uh, i want to speak to that um a lot of people are not really loyal they are locked up um, wow the I'm only people, that too um people will stay because of history and time um but the only place that provides you longevity without honor and respect is prison to prison so um don't be locked up if you're going to be loyal be loyal to the things that are loyal to you uh that serve you equally um and that you can walk away from and there be no bad blood um that's what you remain loyalty uh loyal to because (laughs) stay with it (laughs) jesus um y'all hear it in my voice third glass of wine jesus um pen honey (laughs) Loyalty is a heart posture before it's an action. Absolutely. So I want to leave you with that. Don't be out here loyal to these hoes because these hoes ain't loyal. Minister Chris Brown said that best himself. Didn't he say it? <laughs> uh, so yeah. So join us next week. It's uh, my birthday uh, next week. So uh, let's go. Uh, I'm turning 29 um, and I have some things to talk about. So Let's, You're so young. I know. No, it's just a baby. Lord. Isn't that powerful? Isn't that powerful? Uh, so yeah, join us next week, and we out. Mm-hmm.